Welcome to Season 4, Episode 4 of Buzzwords, conversations about teaching and learning at SU, where we talk about working, learning, transforming, and performing at Shenandoah University. And maybe a little bit more than that, which I can guarantee you we will get into more than that every single time. As always, we'd like to thank our sponsor, SU's Transformative Teaching and Learning Team, led by Karin Ungrade This Lucas. <laughs> As always, Karin, thank you very much for the support with everything you do for the podcast and so much more in our lives. Uh, my name is Joey Gariziak, uh, joined by my co host as always. Um, start with Melissa Smeltzercraft. Melissa Smeltzercraft, head women's basketball coach, adjunct professor, and lover of Shingleton Hall. There you go. Scott King, uh, professor in psychology, lover of Halpin Harrison Hall. Yeah. How about some stats and some uh, information for us this week? We've gotten 1,729 downloads from subuzzwords.podbean.com. That's about 80 more than last week. So, you know, probably half of those are bots, and then maybe like 30 or 40 people might have listened to the episode. Hey, with we'll Ashley. take that. Bots, yeah. a.k.a. relatives of <laughs> Melissa and Ashley. Yes, indeed. <laughs> bots. And we got another five-star review. We now have 13 five-star reviews, so thank you to whatever relative of the Smeltzer Crafts. <laughs> put, that, put that review up there. Um, our music, Best Time by FAS Sounds. Email address, buzzwords at su.edu. We got another email. This is a, a lot of gits between uh, last episode and this one. Emily Hollins sent me a, uh, a picture of Gritty, the uh, Philadelphia Flyers mascot. In honor of whatever Ashley said last time about grittiness, I forget. That was her word. That was her yeah, buzzword. Oh, that was her word. Yeah. 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 And her but favorite remember, dance that well Yeah, I thought this was, when we read this on here, I thought Emily, it was a picture of her doing the gritty. No, it was just okay. the mascot. Oh, we'll the, take uh, it. The funny One of the better mascots mascot. out there. It is, for sure. Uh, who's our guest today, Joey? Uh, we have Maurice Fraga. We uh, associate professor of dance and chair of the dance division in the conservatory. So another stellar guest and, of course, aligns with our theme for this season, which is performing and performers and performances, people that perform. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> All of the ways of using perform <laughs> that we can. People that nice do things. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> nice sound effects, Scott. You can play the real one. No, we're good. Give me, okay. No. <laughs> um, and before we move on and introduce Maurice, uh, we do want to give a shout out to our producer, Sean Kelly, um, who's been doing the production for us using a new soundboard this year. Or this Sean time. is having a great hair day. He's having a great hair day. Yeah, I wish our listeners could see it. There's some nice flow going on over there. There might be some sound effects that are Maurice not, obviously has great hair. Are we not know generated this, so. by me. I do. Um, <laughs> Sean, apparently, Sean apparently has the power to add in some some drops on the soundboards. So yeah, the evolution we'll of the pod. We'll see what happens. Yeah, get, stay tuned, folks. Stay <laughs> tuned. Uh, let's get back to Maurice, though. The, re the whole reason we are here today. So Maurice is originally from San Francisco, California, and has earned a BA, MA, and MFA uh, degrees in dance from the University of California, Santa Cruz the college at Brockport, and the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign, respectfully, respectively, uh, also respectfully, because great schools. Uh, he's <laughs> danced for Ben Munisteri Dance, mm -hmm. David Parker and the Bang Group, the Kevin Wynn Collection, Michael Foley Dance, Creech Company, the Tiffany Mills Company, the Mark Morris Dance Group, the Montreal-based company O Vertigo, and Dublin-based Flux, Fluxus Dance. Wow. 
That's a lot. That's Good a lot. names. That's a lot. Those are great names. I had to, I had to make sure to practice that, and I still mess it that up. That would be an interesting game. You, you give names of dance companies and, like, esports teams, and then you guess. Which, <laughs> which one, one is, is this? FaZe <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, Clan. Oh, is my that gosh. Dance? Is, that, is that an esports team? Oh, Vertigo. Yeah, that'd be a tough one. Um, Fraga's own work has been presented all over the world. He's taught at many universities, colleges, and studios in the U.S., as well as in Canada, Chile, Colombia, Ecuador, El Salvador, France, Greece, Ireland, Macedonia, Taiwan, Spain, and the United Kingdom. So I think that's almost every continent. We're missing a few continents. Got to mm. get to Antarctica, I'm too. I'm going to Australia. Australia, Africa. Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. You're really flexing yeah. right now with all this knowledge, <laughs> Joey. I am. Yeah. Like I always flex. Geography B. I can't, I can't flex on my, my flow I've got today. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, Hasn't happened in years. Um, <laughs> his musical score for the documentary Exploring Hinterland was nominated for Best Sound Music Score at the 2013 International Filmmaker Festival of World Cinema in London in the United Kingdom. He's also been on the dance faculty at Shenandoah University since 2009 and is the artistic director of his own dance company, <laughs> Equilibre. Equilibre. Yay. Yeah. I didn't butcher it too badly, Maurice. Wow. So welcome wow. and thank, thank you. you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we are, as always, excited to have you on here to talk about really an area that maybe a lot of people don't know enough about. And shame Shenandoah on them University. for not knowing. Exactly. Because obviously, I mean, look at just listening to all the different things you've done and all the places you've been, obviously extremely accomplished and definitely a performer in every sense of the word. So at, with, with performing, I'm curious, Maurice, how do you... Um, so, like, you know, you can, you can teach the choreography, right. right? You teach the movements and the steps and, you know, how it matches up to the music. How do you teach, like, the performing aspect? Like, what do you tell students who might be nervous or, like, what do you tell them to do if they forget something? Yeah. Like, just sort of the, the part about being up there in front of everybody. What do you, what do you teach? I think it kind of depends on, obviously, it depends on the teacher, you know. Uh, we're all going to give our own specific sort of point of views and, and, and thoughts about that. But for me specifically, I think a lot of it, understanding the kids that we're getting right now, and I call them kids, you know, students. Sure. Um, a lot of them are coming in from, actually I just talked about this yesterday in, in my class, my contact improvisation. Contact improvisation plug, if anybody wants to find out more about their own body, hey, come and take it. Um, <laughs> so, what we were talking about yesterday was this idea that a lot of the dancers nowadays come in uh, with their basic studio training and learning just how to do the tricks, right? Learning the end result. And a lot of them don't know how to find themselves. And I'm sure you do that in sports where people are just I think there's going to be a lot of connectivity right? here between athletics, yeah. So something that, that I was bringing up yesterday, and it's something that I bring up a lot in a lot of my faculty as well, is figuring out who they are within that, um, I don't want, for, for lack of a better word, that trick or that thing that they have to do. And for a lot of them, it's hard because their identity is tapped into if I don't do that split or if I don't do my high leg kick, then who am I? And part of what we try to do here is to let them have agency, let them have like input into, okay, well, why does that matter? Is that the only thing that you can do? If not, what else can you do? So 
I think a lot of it is kind of nurturing. You know, there's that big N word that SU likes to use a lot. You know, it's like trying to get them to understand that they don't have to solely rely on those things to, to say who they are. And part of what we do is to create a safe environment so that they can let their guard down and, and figure out, okay, well, who if I'm not able to do those things, if I'm told not to do those things, what can I do? And then they start to cultivate other parts of themselves, which have been hiding underneath, but they haven't given themselves the opportunity to really do it because they've been asked to just show me the, mm -hmm. show me the gold star stuff, right? And then they realize that all the other stuff that supports that gold star is gold star stuff too. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, so yeah. like mm. encouraging them to express themselves. Yes, yeah. honestly, and, and show, that's the hard show thing. Show who they are in yeah. their movements and stuff. Yeah, and that's the hard thing because a lot of them are dealing with, um, you know, we, we all have this fear of like people judging us and, and stuff like that, but I think it's harder with dancers because when somebody judges them, they take it, you know, they're, they're working with their bodies, so they take it as crap. They're talking about me, not just what I do, but they're actually talking about me, hmm. and that also becomes like, you know, you start to open up cans of worms. It's very people, personal. It becomes yeah. personal, right? Because your, show, your, your art is, your, your, is you. Sure. Right? And so sometimes it's hard for them to separate the two and be able mm. to take in the the feedback and be like oh okay that's what i need to work on as opposed to you're crap and it's like we're not <laughs> saying you're crap <laughs> what we're you just that did that one time was crap though <laughs> <laughs> and i'll call people out i'll be like that was really sucky like what, what was that <laughs> right but i think that you have to do that as a teacher sure. in order to get to that place of them trusting you to be able to guide them somewhere because if you're just being like oh that was so great that was so good then they really have nothing to to balance that off of because they think everything is good, and then when they go on the real role and they tell they suck, then it's like, okay, well, nobody told me that. And I'm not saying my students suck. Hello, students, you don't suck. Obviously, but, yeah, but you're the first person maybe being really honest with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After, after I feel the same way as a coach. Yeah, I have a question, and you you spoke to like some of the maybe superficial stuff. Sure. You said tricks and whatever. Um, I see those dancers and they are, they seem activated physically mm -hmm. all day. Mm -hmm. They're there really early in, in Shingleton and they're getting after it. And if they're not in there in, in one of the, the many rooms that they have, they're in the hallway and they're yeah. stretching and they're in the training room and, and so on and so forth. You know, from an athletic standpoint, we sometimes have limitations. We do have limitations. We try to practice two hours, isolate it, cut it off. Is this the first time in their lives that they are being activated, not just, you know, 6 to 8 p.m. after school, and this is now part of their actual true lifestyle? I think for some, yeah, because obviously we're getting kids from different backgrounds in terms of, yeah, I just did uh, my dance. My high school had a dance program in school, so that's where I danced. And others are like, yeah, I, my high school didn't have a dance program, so I went to a studio. And some of them are coming from where they have both. And so the, the level varies a little bit from, from student to student. But I think uh, something that I did say probably last week, which I've said many times before, it's one of my mantras basically, um, especially with first year students incoming, I say, okay. And, and again, you know, it's, it's not like I wanna be Mr. Doom or Dr. Doom as in, as in Marvel or DCU, <laughs> whatever that is. Um, 
And I'm honest with them. I say, okay, welcome. You know, you've made it here. Congratulations. And I say, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of you are going to be here by the end of the semester. Some of you not. Some of you may not be here at the end of the year. And some of you, you know, whatever. And I said, and it's not because I want to scare you, but I think it's because you will realize whether you want to do this, whether you have the passion to do this. Because as you were saying, Melissa, it's like the intensity gets ramped up mm -hmm. so much that they either have to immerse themselves in it and love it right or they realize that you know what i only like dance mm -hmm. correct yeah. i feel like that first semester for freshmen first years if you will i i have to throttle down and be as honest with them as possible yeah. and, and and put in those speed bumps because i need to see if they're real or not totally. and you know sometimes i mean the faces i get it's just like deer in headlights and it's like me just saying, you know, here's an example of something I said recently. Did you do the best of your ability on that play? Mm. And they look at me, they pause, and they said, no. Mm. I said, do you know how much time was on the clock? No. Okay, so what are we doing? You need to be able to answer those better for me next time. Yeah. And the, the face I got was like, holy blank. <laughs> like, why is she coming at me so hard? Those were not really mean or hard questions, no. in my opinion. No. But the, far, the faster we can overcome those things and, and be real and vulnerable with each other, how far can we go? Oh, God, it's so far. Because they're yeah. so talented. That's why they're here, hmm. especially from the conservatory yeah. standpoint. Well, especially going into, I think there's a realization that those, uh, what are those awards called? Participation award trophies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that all of a sudden they don't count. It doesn't matter. It's like, yeah. It's like, it's great that you participated, but how well did you right. do in right. it? And what did you learn from that? And I think part of it is kind of like where you're um, alluding to is being being aware of everything and not just, yeah, you want to concentrate on yourself, but you have to be aware of where you are. Are you playing with your teammates? Mm -hmm. You know, teammates, also your dancers who are right. your teammates in that sense, right? It's like, it's um, unless you're a soloist on stage, correct? you are a team player mm -hmm. and you have to participate as that, as a team member in order to really sort of, you know, amp up your game a little bit mm -hmm. more. So, And it's well, like yeah. they, they do those tricks and they score the points or yeah. whatever it is, and that's great, but, like, other people need to do other things. Yeah. And, yeah, it's amazing. The, yeah. the the parallels are wild and amazing, but yet I don't know that our students interact at all together. <laughs> or, you know, it's so, so <laughs> well, interesting. when you say Silos. interact, you know, it's like they date each other probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's about the extent yeah. of the interaction. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, great. Well, Maurice, let's let's get into our segments that we have on a road to, or I guess on a monthly basis, monthly basis. at this point. And get get start with our questions. Yeah, we, we should point out that you know we've had these audio samples in the past episodes, but in a visual medium like dance, that wouldn't have really translated right. to the uh, this audio podcast. But um, you know, someday Scott's going to make you dance. In <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to Marie's dance, and all of us are going to react. It's kind of like watching a silent movie. <laughs> we're all going to react and narrate and describe. Oh, yeah. this is happening. I actually did that for pre for a piece once, like on stage, where I had, in order to engage the audience a little bit more, um, I like doing these sort of multidisciplinary pieces. So I had one of the the performers. With a microphone, she came down into the audience in OBT, and I had one dancer on stage, and, and she went up to, the person who had the mic went up to the, the audience member and said, okay, you're going to describe what you see on stage. Hmm. And it was actually really interesting to hear just the language that was coming yes. up from them, because some of them are like, yeah. 
you know, they'll go to the very basic stuff, but some of them will be like, oh, they're twirling. Oh, they're repeating. Some of them really got into it. And then some of them were just like, okay. Like, but it was interesting. So it's kind of like descriptive, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, That's like charades, kind of like charades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that reminds me, I've been on the, uh, whatever sort of committee for the senior dancers oh, when, yeah. they, when they yeah. do their, yeah. their solos. Their capstones, yeah. Yeah, their capstone performances. So I've been like an outside member mm-hmm. on a couple mm-hmm. committees. And, you know, we go to the performance and we critique it. Yeah. And I really don't know what, I, what I'm describing. <laughs> and I remember telling, um, telling one student, oh, it was really cool how, how your hair whipped around yeah. when you did that spin. Yeah. And you made he a was good, just jealous. You made a yeah. good, <laughs> <laughs> anything with hair <laughs> impresses me. But I, and I remember thinking, like, uh, you, you really use the space you know, really dynamically. Yeah. But I, I had no idea. Really yes. what <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. I was that just trying bad. to think, okay, I've been watching... Um, What's the show? World of Dance, or mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. think you can yeah, dance? Yeah. I've been watching that with my kids, yeah. and remembering some of the the buzzwords. That, yeah, some some of the <laughs> yeah. some of the phrases that the judges would use. So I, I think it's cool how you all have outsiders, mm. right? Non-dance professionals, yeah. non-conservatory yeah. people on those committees, and uh, faculty listening to this. If you get a chance to do that, try yeah. it out. It's fun. Yeah, there you go. It's a plug. All right, so we want to know about everybody's highs and lows from the past month. Who wants to start here? I can I can start. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, highs and lows from the past month. I had a couple of different lows, but nothing was really overly that low. Um, I'm going to go with one that I just experienced actually yesterday. Ooh. So I don't know when this is going to be out there, when you're listening to this, but this was early in December. It's been a while since I've had to wear a suit <laughs> and I didn't realize I I how much my body has changed <laughs> in that time since last wearing a suit. And uh, yeah. the pants were a little tight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, I got them on and I attempted to button and it didn't take. <laughs> and uh, so my wife offered to get me a corset. I was like, we have a corset? <laughs> she said, no, but I can buy you one. I said, no, I'm going to do this. Uh, spanks. I was, yeah, spanks. I was like, I could do work. some spanks, but it'd be really uncomfortable. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to suck it in, button it up and see how it is. So I did. And I got a belt on for the extra protection. <laughs> and uh, they, they, they worked. And I'm going to have to wear these things for about six hours next week oh. at a black tie affair and uh so i am currently in diet mode where i'm eating salad and drinking water you, you know what's going to be sweating. great for you as a male you'll lose that weight in two days so you'll be fine Joey. i just need like i just need like two centimeters i don't need much i just need a little bit yep just a little bit just a little bit of relief so <laughs> i was not real happy with mm, the realization for real the realization no, of, of that like you've probably had that suit for oh, a while like, like my suit a decade I've had, if not I've, longer yeah, i've had since early 30s yeah and uh yeah those those things yeah she told me just go buy a new suit i was like well that costs a lot of money so sure. i don't want to do that so i'd rather starve myself instead of spend money <laughs> I, I will say this i feel like dress clothes professional suits etc are always on sale because now we have this work from home casual yeah. mm-hmm. mentality yeah. Yeah. so yeah. It might be the right time to buy no, a suit. It's a personal challenge now. Okay, well, <laughs> oh, okay. listen, you can lose two centimeters yeah. and eat healthy yeah. for a couple days. Oh, I can do, absolutely but do it. I, I, I mean, I have to wear dre- I don't have to wear dress clothes to games. I like wearing dress right. clothes to games. So I'm always um, humbled in season with the ability to stay accountable mm. to my, mm. my number of my size of my <laughs> pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so that was that was my low. My high was our one of our esports teams made it to the national semifinals oh, yeah. uh, for Smash Brothers. Uh, unfortunately, we lost to Wichita State 
which then lost in the grand finals, the national championship. Uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure we could have made it there if we had our number one player. He was at, out at a separate amateur tournament, so wasn't able to compete with the team that weekend. Um, so we were left with um, a sub and our other three starters, and we still made it that far in the playoffs um, with – I think there were over 140 different schools competing. Wow. Uh, so to make it to the top four, still really good, still really proud of them and the season they had, but unfortunately just came up a little bit short before making it to an in-person national championship, which for eSports is a really big deal, to mm -hmm. actually be in person and get flown out. So students would have gotten their hotels paid for, their oh, flights nice. paid for, oh, just wow. like athletics would from the NCAA. So they were really excited for that opportunity but didn't quite make it far enough. So something to build on for next year. Um, but that was still still my high, even though we didn't quite make it to you know the national championship. So yeah, right on. Yeah, that was it. Melissa, how about you? Um, my high is just being in season. Yeah. <laughs> I love being in season. Um, I love when I'm out of season, but I love just leaning in to where my feet are, and um, I just really like my team. The girls are amazing, and it's just been really cool to see how quickly they're evolving and growing, and um, it's just fun. It's just super, they're so professional. I give them so much credit. They make my life a lot easier. I don't think they realize how much I adore them. So they, they, they make going to work fun. So I appreciate my, my team. Um, my low is just that my heart is with Mia in bulk mail. And if you see Mia, if you know Mia, just uh, say a prayer for her and her family. Thanks. Uh, my high and low, and then we'll go to Maurice. Um, Low, eh, it's been a good few weeks. Uh, I played badly in a disc golf tournament, but, you know, big deal. Is that your high or your low? That was my low. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got to play in a disc golf tournament. There you tournament, go. Though, so I could view that as a high. Uh, my high is that the World Cup is happening, and there's soccer uh, pretty much every day. I think today might be the first day without soccer in, like, two or three weeks. Yeah. But, you know, from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m., some days there's been soccer on TV and some good matches too. Yeah, yeah a lot really of PKs over the last couple of days. Lo lots of goals. So who are you um, rooting for? I, you know, of course I was rooting for the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, in my pool, I have Argentina beating France in the yeah. final, and both are still in. Both are yeah. still in as of this um, recording. Brazil is looking really, really good, and I, I would I would cheer for Brazil. As well, they've got a couple. Didn't they win last time, or who who won last um, time? In eighteen, France won. France. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, but my 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 favorite club team, Tottenham. They've got a few guys doing really well. Richarlison for Brazil is a a Tottenham player, and um, yeah, they're just Hyungmin Son with Korea. Have you watched Welcome to Wrexham? Yeah, that okay. show is amazing. Yeah, I haven't not, finished I'm not it yet. Done but with it yet okay. But yeah. Yeah. I okay. Just it. wanted to make sure. I should add, my low is when you guys text, "Where we drinking to watch these games?" And <laughs> I'm actually at work. So thank you for that. <laughs> at work, huh? So <laughs> yeah, I was actually present. No one took attendance, but yeah, I was these, there. Yeah, these, uh, these weekday <laughs> games at eleven in the morning yeah. or two in the afternoon. If you, yeah, um, yeah if you got a. Uh, a class teaching schedule that allows it is pretty nice. So I, I, I cannot complain about that. I love the World Cup happening. Yeah, that's my high. All right, Maurice. Uh, for me, I went to, I think my high is um, I went to this leadership conference. I know it kind of sounded, is that, is that even exciting? But it actually yeah, sure. was kind of exciting. <laughs> uh, so I was one of four SU 
faculty, sort of admin people who, who were chosen to go and do this. And it was in DC, so it was, it was just a, like a three-day thing. But what was cool about it is just being in a room full of uh, sort of sort of like higher admin people at at higher ed institutions and really trying to talk about the future of higher ed but in a very um, uh, forward kind of positive thinking like really trying to brainstorm mm -hmm. about uh, the the where higher ed can be and what it can do and um and for me, that was really exciting because I'm all about revolution and <laughs> uh, trying to change things up. So for me, that was really like exciting to be around people um, who were talking that. And then my low, I think, is, I mean, I don't really, really have too, too much of a low, but I think, as I was saying before we started recording, it's just the realization of where where we are right now, you know, specifically here at SU and specifically with the dance program and seeing, okay, what can actually be possible and where we're at. And again, not to like, you know, poo-poo on, on the program, but it's kind of like, okay, we have opportunities to really expand. And so just the realization of like, okay, where we thought initially we were good, it's like, okay, well, that's, it's just okay. So yeah. let's, how, how can we move forward? So for me, it's not a huge low, but it's it's just an actualization of like, here, here. This is where we are, and we can either just be content and go with the flow, and or really charge forward and and try to make something of it. So yeah, and that low could become a high once you. That's the hope, right? That yeah, right. that's the hope. Yeah. That's the hope. All right, Hornet hot take. This is your chance to rant about whatever you would like, Maurice. <gasps> so many. God, <laughs> just brought up so many things. <laughs> um, I think for me is it's i guess it's 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 mundane but i think it has affected us it's just like how i kind of how to say it's like architecturally speaking <laughs> <laughs> He pointed at me, by the way, and this is, we're going to talk about Shingleton. Go. Architecturally speaking, and I don't think it's just the Shingleton problem. I think it's just a, a university problem is that, um, you know, when things are sort of moved forward to, to update things, um, I don't think everybody's really in that conversation. And mm -hmm. I think um, one of the big ones, which I think you guys experienced over in sports was the moving of that, what is what was that thing that was in front of Shingleton? That big old box, the transformer. The transformer, and all of a sudden we get told, "Oh, it's going to be here." And like, uh, why? Oh, because someone somebody doesn't want it out here, and we know who that someone is. <laughs> um, but the where thing did is, it move? Huh? Where did it go? Well, half of it went into your Xerox room, and then the other half oh, went God, into yeah. our back storage room so yeah. it got divvied up into two you can just move a transformer you they can split it in two <laughs> yeah. where's your transformer noise so many somehow they <laughs> did it. Maurice, let me find this <laughs> but but anyway so uh, i think what what's interesting is that i th i think it where the frustration is is that we know we live in shingleton it needs some updating and it needs to be more functional friendly uh, right now it because it's been you know, divvied up 
so many times that I think things we forget like where things were. And you know, I'm being I'm being Shingleton centric, but I think part of it is is just the efficiency to make our lives better because we do work here. We are, you know, we are participants in this community. And I feel like sometimes um, our our well-being is not, ooh, this is getting deep. Our well-being is not taken so much into consideration as much as the student's well-being. Mm. Let's Can transform that. Out that. <laughs> smooth. <laughs> so smooth. Nice segue. <laughs> Um, all right, Maurice, let's uh, go on to buzzword breakdown, where you can talk about a buzzword that you try to embody in your work here at SU. So we talked about this earlier. So I think my word, it's, it's two words. It's future forward, and I love that. And for those of you who are Duran Duran fans, that's the, new, the name of their new album, just by chance. <laughs> I'm not plugging them, although I do love Duran Duran, but it just <laughs> happens to be future forward. Future forward. Um, so... And actually, that's actually really kind of fits well into sort of what I think about because what I'm, what I try to implement in my classes is really this thinking of how to be a better person in overall, not just in what you do, but how can you sort of really contribute positively to, to either your growth as a person and how does that then translate or you know affect other people in terms of their growth. So for me, it's 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 on that side, but it's also on the educational side where I'm thinking, this is a great opportunity, right? Higher ed is sort of in this flux where it's getting a lot of bad rap. People are trying to figure out is it worth is it worth it, mm -hmm. you know, financially. And so I think higher ed has a really wonderful opportunity to really explore what is the purpose and the value of higher ed education. And so I think, you know, going into that um, future forward kind of thinking of not just staying, being like, okay, we're good, you know, we can survive, but no, like, let's really push it forward so that people really want to come here, whatever it is, whether it's esports or psych or, you know, for sports or for, for dance, it's like they want to come here because it's it's thinking ahead. It's It's allowing them to, Yes, get the basics, but also really push it and think about, okay, what, what are going to be the new opportunities for the future? So that really plays a lot. And I didn't really, really realize that until going to this conference, hmm. that that's where my head was. And that's kind of where I've been thinking a lot about and sort of just contextualized a lot of my teaching into that aspect of let's, let's, let's get you forward. Let's get you there. All right. Like it. So... Next segment, superlatives. Maurice, tell us about your most blank performance ever, where you fill in the blank and then yeah. tell us about it. I mean, there's so many interesting moments. I think one, one which doesn't really come up, but it kind of goes into the sports thing a little bit of... of when you're like when you when it's crunch time like how do you respond and for me i remember early on when i when i started dancing and performing i was in this piece back in undergrad and i was doing something across the floor and i was with other people and for some reason my mind just went blank hmm. i was like i don't know what's next but i kept on going i just mm -hmm. made it up I kept on going. I was like, I'm with my people. I don't know what's happening. And then I find my way back to it. And that, that has always stuck with me because I think kids, not, not all kids, are able to do that. I feel like they get stuck in what the routine is, what they're supposed to do. And 
all of a sudden when something comes out of the blue, they have no idea how to in, instinctually respond. Yeah. And, and that's a shame because I think it's such a great asset to have. So for me, I share that story. I've shared that story with some of my students, but I share that with people who are listening to this is that, you know, being able to be present and not judge yourself for not knowing what you're doing, but just respond and just get yourself back. You'll figure it out. You'll yeah. figure out how to get back onto that. And I think that's such a great um, asset and tool to, as human beings, to be sure. able to, to, to work on and have, um, Anyway, so that's that's something that's yeah. you know that happened who knows x number of years ago. I'm not going to give away my age, <laughs> but that's been a long time. But it's still in my head, yeah. you know, as a as a really great. I survived that, you know. I think Very that's good. such a great point, and I, I feel that with my athletes as well. And I think they are trained to be perfect, and yeah. when they're imperfect, they freak out. Yeah. And it's like I sit here with Joey week after week, and he is unprepared. <laughs> he is not perfect. Very much so. And he's fine. Yeah. And, and we On value that yeah. in him. Yeah. And it, it's just they. I just feel for them because those skills that we learn through mistakes, I don't know how freely they're allowed to feel that way. And hopefully we're able to provide an atmosphere, not only at Shenandoah, but in college for them to make mistakes and recover and learn and be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it builds resilience. 100%. All the life skills, like Marie said, to just function. But that's the hard part also because then you have, and and I, I think our jobs might be, probably will get harder because of, um, what is it, helicopter parenting mm-hmm. sometimes? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, up to lawnmower parents, I believe. What is it? Lawnmower. Lawnmower where parents. They're, they're just paving they're the roadway. Yeah, yeah, which doesn't allow the student to really figure out mm-hmm. their own way through that shit. Yeah. Sorry, that mess. Oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad I wasn't the first person to you know? <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready to move on? Because we can go. We could have a whole. I, say, other I know. We this, yeah, we really could. We but could, yeah, so we, we could. need to move on. Um, all right. So we're up to the part. Uh, ask it forward. Okay. So, uh, Maurice, Ashley's question for you is. We're all overworked. What are you going to do for self care over break? Mm. How will you recharge for the spring semester? Okay. So a couple things. Well, actually, it's so funny because I was already starting to make my to do list. I have to do a to do list sometimes. <laughs> Do I follow it? Not no. all the time, but at least I put it out there so it's out of my head. Yeah, and yeah. then and then I can like start taking things off. And sometimes I'm actually really good with it. Um, but my to do list, I have a couple things that that are just for me. Really, like I have to clean my car, but I'm going to set a day. I'm going to plan it. I have to plan it because otherwise, if I do the Joey style and just leave it up to chance, I don't know <laughs> when it's going to happen. Nothing ever gets done. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to plan it. So I have to clean my car. That's my decompression because it's my car, right? It's like I want to make it nice, nice space. Um, have to pull up all, or it's not pulling weeds, but I have to clean out my backyard with all the, you know, for getting ready for winter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So taking care of that, um, and then none of this sounds fun. Just for the record, it's actually for me. It's actually okay. I really like it. It's a little therapeutic. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, I kind of like that. cleaning, and and I, and I think part of it is the Libra in me, which has this duality where I go extreme chaos and then I have to like really clean it up. So I, I let things kind of just, Hmm. so, you know, my yard, my backyard, even though I love my backyard, like I take care of it and then I'll let it go to pot and then I'll come back (laughs) and clean it up. So this is my, this is my time, but I need the time to be able to do it. Right. Right. And then really, um, then the other part is just getting, 
getting ready for the next semester. But my real, my real decompression, which I really try to do uh, a little bit um, during the week, is I, I just watch, um, I don't watch, um, I play video games. Oh, oh yeah. wow, yeah. there we go. Which games? I'm multiple. Right now, I'm on Dark Soul, which, oh, oh. which is an older one. Um, so, Glutton for punishment. Yeah, so I'm what literally... What system is this on? This is on Xbox right now. Um, I'm literally on, like, scene three, I guess, if you want okay. to talk about scenes. So I've made it through the first uh, boss. I've actually killed two bosses so far. Um, which is a lot in Souls. Souls is a very tough game. Yeah, and so it's it's little. I got. Real, I was about to hit the the next one. The I don't know if I have to kill him. Yes, I do. It's the big. <laughs> it's the red dragon. Do you know the red dragon? I don't know the red dragon. He's early on, and um, but it, I'm taking a while. So it's fun. It, this is relaxing for me. It's, it's actually great. really relaxing because it just takes me into another world where I can just like concentrate. When I kill bosses, you know. I <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's, you know, just decompression video. Uh, that game, um, I'll play, uh, I'm trying to get my numbers up on Star Wars Battlefront 2. Sean is a big fan over there. Oh, there you go, Sean. <laughs> and do you play these by yourself? I play them by myself, like yeah. One yeah. Where you're, you're, yeah, you unless know, Sean wants to join game. me at some point. There you go. You know. <laughs> big thumbs up back um, there. And then uh, I'll, I, I really do like, um, like SimCity, stuff like that, yeah. like building yeah, things yeah. like that. That's, my, that's where my control issues come in where I want to be able to control and design. That's another thing. Urban, it's not a rant, but I, <laughs> yes, it is a rant. I, I go off. A rant is... Um, Let it go, yeah. Uh, I think I should have been an urban design planner uh -huh. because I love designing things. And that's why I'm a dancer, I think, and a choreographer because I like designing things. And, and actually, I wanted to be an architect when I was younger. Hmm, cool. Um, but... One of the things that really drives me crazy, Winchester drives me crazy yes. <laughs> in terms of its design plan. Because there is no plan. This city, this town, is dysfunctional in terms of how to get from A to B. There is no straight path. Hmm. It's like but you at have least to everyone's using their turn signal. Well, you hope. <laughs> I actually, yesterday, was it yesterday? Two people, one just crossed, literally just ran a red light on a turn. Nice. Didn't even have the green arrow. He just did it. And then somebody else, like, some people just don't stop, you know? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. it's design planning. It, it funnels you into very narrow streets to get somewhere. And I'm like... Anyway, so so sorry, that was my, my segue. So SimCity, I just yeah. like that's my downtime is playing some video I'm games. I'm with you. And stuff what like first that. player games where you just get yeah. lost and immerse in a world? Yeah. Skyrim, Breath of the Wild. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Okay, what is your question for our unknown next guest? Oh my gosh. Okay. So that's how I unwind. What is my next question? So um, my question would be if you weren't, what would you be doing if you weren't doing what you're doing right now? Mm. What would be the other pathway that you could have chosen? That's a good question. There. Now, we, we most likely will have someone from the conservatory. Hey, that's a great episode, question for them. But it's, you know, post-break, so yeah. who's thinking about that yet? Yeah. Um, maybe someone from theater. So we could get some really interesting answers to that question. Love that. If you weren't doing this... Mm -hmm. What, what would you be doing? Like city planning. Right. Because mm -hmm. yeah. we talk a lot about that, especially in dance when um, 
you know, they're, they're about to graduate and they're like, okay, well, what's next? And, <laughs> you know, so, you know it, back in time, we would talk about the backup plan, right? Yeah. And a lot of them are, so it's not about changing trajectory right now, but a lot of us have things that are hobbies, right? Right. Hobbies that we're like, oh, well, maybe that could, I could have done that. You know, so it's, it's, it, that's what the question is about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would have been an architect or an urban landscape designer. There's still time. I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Winchester needs folks yeah. like that. Sure. Uh, anything that you want to plug coming up, Maurice? Um, so, events? first weekend in February of next year is our Reflections uh, guest choreographer concert, dance concert. And that is, ha I, I think it's like the 4th, 5th, 6th of February. And that is. Um, it's sort of a new initiative that we've been trying for the past couple of years, but I, hopefully, you know, with COVID, it kind of threw a, a, a wrench in there. But the idea behind this concert is to invite three guest choreographers, uh, one for each genre that we sort of work in. So a ballet choreographer, a, a jazz choreographer, and jazz hip hop choreographer, and a uh, modern contemporary person. And really trying to focus in on underrepresented artists that may not necessarily have um, financial backing or not are not well known. And so it's a way to get them, give them a platform to help build their resume and for our kids to start networking and, and uh, working with people who are up and coming. Yeah, cool. So that's what it's about. Well, this episode is being recorded in early December. It should be out by early February. Yeah, 50-50 shot. Here's <laughs> your <laughs> Sean. Can <laughs> Fit it in around around a Vegas trip, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, everybody, come to that event first weekend in February. Our sponsor of this episode: retreats that are not retreats. <laughs> if you know, you know. I Y K Y K. What else do we need to? Wrap Sorry, up I'm going over the today? acronym in my head. If you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. That was good. <laughs> Way to be with it. Um, <laughs> as always, you can email us, and please do, uh, buzzwords at su.edu. Any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, or pictures, um, please let us know. Uh, check us out on our website and listen, subuzzwords.podbean.com. Again, that's subuzzwords.podbean.com. Uh, our next guest, as Scott alluded to earlier, is yet to be determined. Somebody from the conservatory that we will get for our next episode. Uh, on behalf of superfan Emily Hollins, please get those grades in oh, yeah. before you wrap up and take a break for the semester. Uh, recharge, as Maurice is going to do with his cleaning up of his car and backyard. Make sure you get a chance to recharge as well so we can all come back strong next semester. But until we get to talk to you then, keep, keep on buzzing. buzzing.